Thanks for checking in on this podcast. You are about to hear an inspirational teaching from Caris Ministries. If God has used this ministry to bless you in any way, please take a moment and write to us at amenatcaris.org. We are always inspired and blessed to hear how God is blessing people all over the world through what he is doing here at Caris. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online at caris.org so we can continue making podcasts such as this available free of charge. Some of you might, the problem is you are too gentle. Because action faith is, is a faith that can be seen. There was a time, a man was born crippled from his mother's womb. Crippled. That means he, he doesn't know how to walk. Even if he now suddenly gets strength, that in his leg, he doesn't know how to do it. Because he's never walked. He wasn't a boy, he was a man. And this man, as he heard Paul speak in Acts chapter 14, as he heard Paul speak, and Paul saw, verse 8, 9, 10, for Paul saw that he had Paul observing him intently and seeing that he had, watch, 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 watch. The preacher was preaching, but the one who was receiving the word had something the preacher knew that, that is, you got it. Someone you can even receive your healing before it physically manifests. The word was coming forth, and the preacher saw something because I believe the guy was sitting there. And, Thank you, Jesus. He hasn't been to fit you, so he didn't know how to walk, but he said, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to buy myself a shoe. <laughs> he was disturbing Paul. And Paul, you know, the guy has got faith to be healed. And Paul now said, I adore you, I speak to you. Rise up and walk. And the guy was waiting for that moment. And he rose up and he began to walk. He said, I knew I can walk. I knew I can walk. If you have faith, we will see the way you act. We will see the way you shout. We will see the way you come to church. We will see the way you rejoice. Shout! ideology. Pastor Frank, let's appreciate God for his life. He said, it can be seen. It's not an ideology. Watch this. Faith. It's a conviction. It's a conviction. It's a conviction. It's a conviction. They asked me, who is she? I said, that's my wife. Is there, is there an ideology? <laughs> what I'm telling is not an ideology. That's my wife. He said, no, she's not one. I said, my friend, you don't know me. You don't know my wife. That's my wife. We came from home together. I, I know it. 
You see, my daughter. And he said, Who is that? I said, That's my daughter. He said, No, it's not. I saw her with Pastor Frank, so maybe it's Pastor Frank's daughter. I said, No, you are mistaken. He said, I have every evidence to show that that's Pastor Frank's first child. I said, That's wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. That's my child. You thought because they maybe bear the same um, first names, so you may think, No, that's not Pastor Frank's child. It's not an ideology. I just, it's a conviction. Now, when you have faith, you, there may be other opposing evidence around you, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And I was here and I noticed that Pastor Frank said something. He said, he realized actually much of his life must be spent developing faith. You, you, your problem is you are not aware you don't have a problem. You didn't get what I'm saying. Jesus. Jesus said, Master, care it not that we perish. In Luke chapter 8, verse 25, yeah, 25 or 26, verse 25. Luke 8, 25 says that. Uh, he said, where is your faith? And they were afraid and muzzled. Marvel. He said, but where is your faith? Yeah. They woke him up and said, Master, we are done. He said, ah, what's your problem? What's your faith? What's your faith? What's your faith? You think you have a problem, but you don't. You don't have a problem. As long as you have access to faith, you don't have a problem. You, you. Oh, I'm about to dare someone. I believe from tonight, you, if you walk in, you, if, you, if, you, if you think evil will happen to you in 2015, 20, 2016, you are actually walking in disobedience. I dare you that you don't have any reason to think that it won't work for you. Did you hear what I said? If you begin to think that the thing will work against you, you, Bible calls it, you have an evil heart of unbelief. Upon all this you are hearing, you still think that God will not do it. You still think that you are going down. It's an evil heart of unbelief. And when you come into that level, God, Bible said, and God swore that you will not enter my rest. God swore. I'm bringing you into rest. And you have the audacity to say, no, God, there's no rest. So, our problem is we don't know that actually that thing is not a problem. You think it's a problem, but it's not a problem because of faith. I can't speak for those who don't have faith. They have faith. They are faith, F-A-T-A. It's T-E, sorry. Their faith is unpredictable. Mark 4, 41, Pastor Frank was talking about it. Mark 4, 41. And he said, and they feared exceedingly and said to one another, who can this be? That even the wind is obeying. These guys love to fear. 
even after the miracle, they were still afraid. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Why are you afraid? Matthew chapter 8, verse 26. Oh, ye of little faith. Why are you afraid? That's where the problem is. The problem is your confidence in the challenge. You are certain that this challenge is about to drown you. That's the problem. And the devil is pushing, advertising it heavier. And unfortunately, because he's got much of your attention, it's easy for him to push his adverts. You can't advertise to someone whose attention you don't get. So in the, in, 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 when it comes to marketing, the first rule of adverts is get the attention. That's why they will insert the adverts in the movie, the part you will like most, or the football, the part you... They have to insert it there. That time they've got your attention. That's why we are trying to win your attention off those rubbish, those other things, those TV programs, those situations, the things that you think of, the parties that you've been going, the things you've been hearing, that it gives Satan an advantage to be able to advertise his commodity to destroy your life. Come to church, some people won't come. Come and hear message of faith, they won't come. And yet, critical situations, they will come. Please pray for me. Please, please pray for me. Please pray for me. So why are you so fearful? In the book of um, uh, in the book of yeah, Luke, it's amazing text. When Jesus got to the house of Jairus, when they told Jairus, your your daughter is dying. When they told Jairus that Luke chapter eight, verse verse fifty, Luke eight verse fifty. When they told him, you know, in, in Mark 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 chapter five. Verse 36. Let's hear what Jesus said. Then we'll go to Luke. Mark 5, 36. Pastor Franco quoted it earlier on. Jesus said to him, the ruler of the synagogue, do not fear, only believe. But I found out that he said more than that. Do not fear. Why did he say do not fear? Because in the verse 35, Bible says that whilst they were still talking, people came from Jairus' house. Whilst they were still speaking, some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house who said, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? Proceed no further. The situation has expired. It is it's, uh, uh, expired. It is too late. There is nothing that can be done anymore. That is human thinking. That is walking by sight. But we walk by faith and not by sight. Because as they look at the situation, they were only seeing one thing. The, 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 the child is dead. That's all they were seeing and it's now ready for burial. Let's begin to plan for the burial. But there was a reality that they didn't see, which only the eye of faith can see. But oh, Tata, I like this one. For that reality to be a real, a real a physical reality, you need to move out of fear and move into faith. As soon as you move into faith, you authorize it to work for you. As long as you stay in fear, it cannot all work for you. It doesn't matter what they tell you. The advert is not getting through. The information is not getting through because you are staying in the arena of fear. So Jesus turned to her, turned to him, and he said, fear not, only believe. In Luke chapter 8, verse 50, Luke 8, 50, is the same account, but let's see what Jesus said further. But Jesus, when Jesus heard it, he answered, he answered him saying, do not be afraid, only believe and she 
believing and I believe. You are believing that this situation will turn around. I believe that my marriage is going to be okay. I believe that I shall be healed. I believe that I'm getting a job. I believe that I am buying the ass. I believe that I am getting married 2016. I don't care what you think. I believe it is happening for me. Shout yes! Jesus said, fear not, don't be afraid, only believe, and she will live. She will be made well. Ah, it's there though. Doesn't matter. They have not seen. There's another reality in the realm of faith. There's a reality there, but as long as she walk by sight, she won't know. Faith is what taps into another realm, the realm of God, and pulls it down. And then those who begin to, those who are mocking you, begin to see how God is making you. God is making somebody. I said, God is making somebody. Your presence here is important. But, I mean, so long as this service is concerned, so long as this service is concerned, your presence here is important. But there's something more important. Than your presence here. Other than that, you have wasted my time. One of the things, I, every now and then I go on Facebook or YouTube, one of the things I just don't like is for me to be added to a certain statistics of people who have viewed something. <coughs> so sometimes I know the news feed, Facebook, it will be coming. So you will see maybe it has uh, 65,000 views. And it's not anything edifying. It may not be bad or evil, but it has, because someone made some prank, uh, whatever call, and everybody was laughing, some rubbish stuff. And me too, I should click it for them to add me to the account. The devil is a liar. I won't add, I won't. I, no, 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 no. I feel insulted to be added to the people who, are part, who have added, uh, joined the statistics. I, I won't watch it. I won't watch it. I don't want to be part of that statistics. But if you, if you tell me to be, if, I don't mind being part of statistics of those people who watch Tyson Fury's, Fury's intelligent exposition. <laughs> I don't mind. I want to be part of those who, 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 who viewed it. Are you listening to me? Now, if you are here and you are not engaging, you are watching, hey, these people are excited. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? If you are watching, and you are just watching, hey, look at them. Look at this one too, he's there. Oh, look at this one too. Are you, are you not sick? Don't you have anything to do with, with your time? Why are you watching something like this? And just, no, we are trying to get help. I don't know that we are wasting our internet bills. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. God, say God, God is behind this thing. God is behind this thing. The reason why we are able to stream live is because somebody needs to hear this for, for yeah. God to be able to break through your, the situation in your life. Yeah. Other than that, you are better off watching a movie somewhere. 
your story is changing. Your story is changing. Whilst, before you sit down, whilst Pastor O was talking, she quoted the scripture and it brought something to life. Like, it hits me. I've never seen this scripture. I've, I've seen this, but I've never seen it in this life. I've been, you know, sometimes I think into the scriptures and I, I, I look for what God is saying. But, you know, but there are some scriptures you just leave it the way they are because you try and you let me take it the way I understand. It's in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. I love that one. It says that the word that was preached, okay, it said, for indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. The problem there was that, but the word which they had did not profit them. Why? <laughs> that was where my challenge is because faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word. Now the word comes for me to have faith and you are saying the word is coming by. I, I, I need the word for faith to come. But you are telling me when the word can mix it with, but the faith, I need the word for the faith to come. So it's like you are presupposing I have faith. And mix it. Ah. Okay, so it's not just you are listening to the word for faith to come. The little you have already received, when the word comes now, for that word you are hearing right now, for it to work actually, mix it with. Uh, uh, Mix it with the faith you have. Mix it, mix it. So what does it mean to mix it? The other, I mean, if you don't mix it, you are wasting our time. You are wasting our time. How I wish God would have given us this privilege to do this. What am I talking about? God would have given me the privilege to put a meter or some charging system on everyone and those who are listening. So that if... If, if you didn't mix it with faith, you have wasted this whole energy. You have to pay for the energy wasted. We are fine to close now. Because I'll be surprised if 2016 end up being the same for you. No. It is too late. It's too late. Do you know why? Because you have seen it already. Uh, say, Pastor, some people are standing here. They have already seen their wedding. It has happened. They have already seen their, their new home. They bought it already. When did they buy it? When the word was coming, they heard God. They saw it. They knew it has happened. So they are not bothered about that landlord. They are not bothered about that report. They are not bothered about that new policy. They are not bothered because they have already bought it. They have seen it. And they are about to enter into it. Sharia! 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 Move to three people of heaven. Tell them, I believe God. Me, I believe God. Me, I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. 
I believe God. Acts 27. 27, I think Acts 27, 25. He said, I believe God. That they've taken for I believe God that it will be just uh, it will it will be just as it was told. I believe God. I believe God. I don't care what I see, but I believe God. I said I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. I'm not afraid anymore because. I believe God. And it shall be unto me. Just as it was told me. Not less than I have heard. What I have heard, I will see. service you were here she got upset took the letter all this thing just rip it slap it on the altar what is this i believe god she went think two days later or so they called her and said yeah, it has been done now the same people who send her that negative letter When you said that, quoted it, you know what came to my mind? Jesus was telling that, in fact, you are being unreasonable. That's what Jesus is telling him. You are being unreasonable. Why are you so fear? Now, if your child is, is crying, screaming, yeah! or your wife, yeah! 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 screaming, and you rush from downstairs, you almost tripped and hit your teeth on the wall. And you came. Hey, what is it? What is it? And you said, I saw a spider leg over there. A spider leg, just like small one. And she's lying on the floor and foaming. You'll be very surprised. You'll be wondering about. Oh, why? 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 Some of you have concluded already. And that is a very un 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 unreasonable conclusion. Yes, it's misbehavior. You are misbehaving. Why? 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 The lady was kept in detention center. She said, I'm not going anywhere. She was receiving prayer. Three times they attempted to take her, but for some reason it didn't work. One day she was there, she said, go. Just go. Why? Why? Why are you so fearful? That's unfair. That's unreasonable. Why are you so fearful? Where is your faith? 
So, but why are you? I thought you said you are a believer. I am a believer. You are filling the form. They asked you what faith. They ask you. They expect that there's something somewhere. You should have put there no faith. But you take a faith and why? So why then? If you, your end will be and your state or situation will be like every other person, then who are you? Why? Why do you take faith? Because you don't need it. You are just like everybody, so you don't need it. You don't need it. I'm telling you, you don't need it. You will never see me own because I don't need them. I don't need them. Like, know the tonguing machine for hair. <laughs> I mean, look at Brother David, and you say he's going to buy clippers. For what? He doesn't have the hair to shave it. Do you understand that? So there are some things that is not necessary. And some of you have convinced yourself. And thinking you are wise, you are making a fool of your destiny. Convince yourself. Because you are only looking at things the way everybody is looking at it. You are looking at things the way everybody is looking at things. Tonight, I came to challenge somebody that you at least be a little bit reasonable. Be some... Exercise some sense in God's word. Exercise some sense. You are panicking so much as though the whole world is caving in and abusing the ability of God. Questioning the ability of God. And all oh, you remember, big shoes, big hairstyles, big cocoa tea, walking around like that. Uh, uh, no, no. What is that? What is that? Put that aside and beef up your faith. You can buy. The best time to buy is when you don't have the money. He said this morning, Pastor Joshua said, we are not on the front line. We are on the faith line. Two different things. Two different things. And the world will be trying to convince you. Satan is the God of this world. Don't forget that. Satan. Is the God of this world. So he was using the world system to lay you, you, to detour and divert your focus from God's word. And as soon as you divert your focus from God's word, your faith is kaput and nothing works for you. And you become a victim of situations and circumstances. But you were not created like that. You were created to have dominion, to dominate, to overpower, to overwhelm it with your presence. <laughs> you overwhelm it with your presence. When you show up, they begin to back off because you are in town. Shall I believe God? let you be found without confidence in God in your heart. 
confident. You can be knocked down, but still, I believe God. In the middle of dire situation, I believe God. For your information, you are not the first person. Many, many, many thousands have passed through where you are passing through an even worse situation and are thriving, have thrived, have done well. And many more with worse situations, you will know, will be striving and you. Well, that's what I mean, you know, the way. Drop it, it's not about you. No, no, to God, I always works on the foundation of the earth. They were in a um, shipwreck. Mm. Shipwreck. Mm. The experts, they were trained. They realized that there is no hope. Yeah. They didn't know they would survive. So the best way is, let's, let's get rid of their prisoners. Let's throw them overboard. So that at least if we die, we know that none of them escaped. And if we also live, maybe that's fine. They were, because there was no hope. Then Paul said to them, hey, don't throw anybody overboard. Don't execute anybody. Because the angel of God whom I serve, and whose I am and whom I serve, the angel appeared to me by night and told me that Paul, I given those who are genuine, they are all been given into your hands and there shall be no loss of life. He said, do not, he said, do not be, see, the, the, see what the angel told? He said, do not be afraid. He has to sort out that fear thing first. He actually, the angel attacked the fear. Let me tell you something. Everybody will have some news. Yeah. There are a lot of news going on. Oh, yeah. Letters from the doctors. Yeah. Letters from the council. Letters from the courts. Letters from your exes. Letters from your enemies. Letters from your neighbors. Letters from your bosses. Letters from the uh, washing machine repairers. <laughs> In fact, when you go to the council, almost every office have different templates, letters. They just send letters. They just send letters. Now email has made it faster. They send it. They'll be sending it. They send it. Sometimes they make a mistake. Home office will send somebody's letter to you with your name on it, but it was meant for somebody. Then you see, and then your heart is scared, and then they tell they change it. Our sister was there, I remember. They came, they call it, not knowing the counselor, the officer, the DS or something, tricked her. They have called immigration officer to come and take her straight to Jamaica. And when she went to the office, they said, sit down, we are coming. When they were there, this woman came and shut the door behind her. She noticed that, ah, today trouble coming. She said, Jesus, you don't know a violent calling. Jesus, Jesus. She looked at the woman. The woman began to be afraid because there was something supernatural she had engaged. Now the woman said, what's the problem? You know what? I'm supposed to take you away. But let me show you what you can do. She began to give her right there. And you, when you send the letter, I will also try and be working. When you apply your faith, everything begins to change to work in your favor. And most of us, as for me, normally this is, it happens bad for me like this. You better stop that crap. In our house, nobody really gets married. And marriages don't work. Your head. 
I asked for me, if, I, if everybody applies, as soon as I apply, it doesn't work. Are you surprised it's not working? Listen, prophets can't fix that kind of crap. They'll just get a bit of money for it from you. It makes them feel useful. That's for me. That's for me. United Kingdom is hand. United Kingdom, I'm thinking of leaving this country. I'm thinking of leaving London. Leave London. Wherever you go, the same thing is there. Yes. I'm telling you, people are struggling in America. People are struggling. Some are struggling in Syria. Some are living so good in Peckham. Others are struggling in Peckham. Everywhere. Oh, in London, church is hard. Why, why, why would it be uh, soft? Based on what you are saying, it's not permitted to be soft. You say church is hard, that's what you get. Pastor David Oyedepo, the Lord bless him. Move the church from Bermondsey to um, Dartford. There are things about around 2,000 or so. He lost half of the members because the journey is practically. Within two, three years, triple, more than triple the members. Big church, doing ex- fantastically well in the same London. In the same London. I went for a conference in Winners and I realized that sometimes most of us, we are our own undoing. How? I went for conference in Winners about three years ago, and it was winter. 6 a.m. 6 a.m. London, London, not week, weekday. London, L-O-N-D-O-N-N-N-N. 6 a.m. The car park was full. The auditorium was full. The pl- I'm, not, I'm not talking about 15 people auditorium. I'm not talking about 200 people auditorium. I'm not talking about 1,000. I'm talking about more than 3,000. London, London. School, people, is it? 6 a.m. in the winter. So, why do we think, oh, 10 a.m. is too early? Let's push it to 11 or 12. It's the same. If they won't come, they won't come. Listen, you are adding yourself too much to the bunch who are useful for the garbage. You know, sometimes when you are cooking something, cut chicken and stuff, and you make a mistake, and there's part you are going to put it in the bin, and something like the liver parts, you didn't notice, and they added, you take it back and put it bring here back, because this one is not going. Wash it quickly, it's coming here. It's coming, it's not going there. Ah, hey. Not like some of you, you know, like someone like Mr. Joe, you can tell he likes the uh, uh, shaki <laughs> or the cow foot. And then um, his European wife is cooking and put the cow foot. He says, hey, where is the cow foot? So, what is that? That is no, I thought we don't. He said, hey, where did you put it? Pull it out of that thing. This one is useful for the masters. <laughs> you bring it back. That's what I'm telling you. Some of you, situations have made you added yourself to what is going waste. Tonight, you are exempting yourself. You are exempting yourself. You are exempting yourself. Nothing is final. They were in a shipwreck. Paul said that, I believe God that it shall be unto me what just as it was told me. I believe God. And do you know what happened? Exactly what was told him is what they get. 
It will be told you. First of all, the angel said, fear not. Then he said, put it on the screen. He said, fear not. Do not be afraid, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar. You are going to Rome. Oh. You are going to Rome. So you can't die in high seas. And, then, and he said, oh, I've lost my house. I don't have anywhere sleeping. I've lost my job. I can't. No, 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 no. You won't have the chance to say that. I said that's the last year of this year that there are certain prayer topics that from this season they are going to be redundant. You won't need that prayer topic again. <laughs> my, my, my brother is here. He recently uh, he just he, he came, he arrived from, from Ghana. And he's been trying to travel for a while now because his wife and uh, uh, child is here. Trying, done everything and it's, the devil has been fighting him. And it's been for prayer meeting upon prayer meeting, believing God that God, I need to be with my family. Yeah. I need to be with my family. Sir, would you ever need that prayer again? Where is he? Would you ever need that kind of prayer again? That Lord, no, you wouldn't need that prayer. Now that prayer is obsolete. The wife can never pray, God, send my husband. Said, we don't need that prayer again because my husband is here. So somewhere I stand here and I prophesy to somebody, there are certain prayer topics you had this year. In the year 2016, it shall be redundant. It shall not be necessary. You will need to pray those prayers again. Because God has given you the answers. Shout, I believe God. Shout, I believe God. Jesus, I've got 10 more minutes. Please be seated. I feel I have a mandate. I feel I have a mandate tonight. That's not what I prepared for. But prophetically, I feel I have a mandate to dismantle that fear. That's right. I came with a demolition mandate. To demolish that fear. The problem is not the truth. It's the fear you are entertaining. The fear you are harboring. The fear you are hosting. You are hosting fear. You are hosting fear. Don't host fear. Host faith. Don't host fear. Have faith in God. That fear must be evacuated out of your life with immediate alacrity. He said, why are you so afraid? Don't be afraid. Only believe. And your daughter will be well. Uh, is there a logic? Are you now going to explain it to me? You either take what I said or you leave it. Some people will mock, but they don't matter. They actually don't matter. Because they were crying before Jesus got there. They started mocking. Changed from crying to mockery. That tells you these guys are not serious. They are flaky. Oh, I wish someone has a medical report in your back. Which you can look at the report and tell the report is this over now.
what challenge you have as you are seated here or as you're watching me. It's over. It's over. Amen. I, I, I like Archbishop Benson. Archbishop Benson, in the whole sense, example, Pastor Frank cited. He, was, he had a motor accident. His legs were broken in 10 places. And the doctor said, you're going to be here for a long time. I said, no, I'm leaving tomorrow morning. I said, why? He said, because I saw in the Bible that his, bro- his bones were not broken. But no, your bones are, are broken. He said, no, I'm telling you, his bones were not broken. But it's your bones that I said, I'm telling you, his bones were not broken. The next day, he was in cast. I, he, 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 took, he moved himself after the hospital because I can't stay here. This is not the place because my bones are not broken. But you are in cast. It doesn't matter. I can't work. But my bones are not broken. My bone, my bone. He put his faith into action. Stop comforting yourself. That's it. it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. You are waiting for someone to come and be tapping your back. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Remove your hand. Throw it away. Who told you I'm worried? Tell them I'm worried. And what? Don't ever be expecting pity from people. That's why you have made your face so morose. So that they can see you and feel sorry for you and give you money or give you some office and no you didn't come to take over uh, co- cover you came to take over you are not looking for mercy from men you came in the name of the Lord Bible said blessed is he who cometh in the name of the Lord I am blessed I am blessed learn how to always respond but I believe God and put a smile on your face and fear not. And fear not. Knowing that if God doesn't do it, it can't be done. So anyway, that's how situation is back. It's changing. Reports, you will always hear reports. Reports, you shall hear. But as to how you handle it, it's in your hands. Who? Kata, kata, kata. Faith gives you victory. It's the victory. It's actually the victory. Faith is the victory. It's not an ideology. As I was stood there, I just knew that there's so much God has released. He's actually released himself in our midst to show himself. And he's just waiting for someone to say, yes, I, I can, yes. Oh. You see, and when you see, when you see, when you see like that, you realize that, but why was I worried? Like, why was that I so worried? Why was I so worried? That's why Jesus asked, said, Jesus said, why are you fearful? Why? Why? Oh, what's wrong with you? Oh, no, but pastor, what you are talking about, you don't know. This, thing, this is a serious situation. It's a real situation. Because four different uh, doctors have confirmed it. Pick yourself together. And gather yourself in God's word. Yeah. God's word. Do you know how Bible calls? He said the God, the word of God in, in Romans chapter 10. He said the word of God is called the word of faith. Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> it's a word of faith. Yeah. The word of faith. Verse 8. Romans 10, 8. The word of faith which we preach. It's called the word of faith. That is the word of faith which we preach. The word. It's called the word of faith. Because when you hear it, what you are supposed to get first is faith. If you don't get faith, you have wasted it. You have wasted it. 
Because that is the only thing God will depend on. And God will look for. It's just waiting to see your faith. Paul saw that. He got it. He got it. He said, Paul, seeing that the man had faith to be healed. He got it. He got it. He said to him, rise up. And walk. Faith. Two things I want to say about faith and we are, we, we are done. Faith is a, is a connector. It connects you to the supernatural. Faith is your connection point to the supernatural. To this God, there's nothing God cannot do. There's nothing God cannot do. He said, behold, I'm the God of all flesh. In Jeremiah chapter 32. Verse 27. I'm the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Hallelujah. He said, behold, I am the God of... Oh, yesterday I thought, was it yesterday? I spoke, yeah. Anytime you see behold, that means watch this face. Watch, 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 watch. Take note of, don't ignore this one. I'm the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? So that, why are you not doing it, God? Because I've just been waiting for your faith. There's this woman who had the issue of blood in Luke chapter 8. Or Matthew chapter 9. Or better say, Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5, she had an issue of blood. I prefer the Luke version, Luke account, verse 40. Luke chapter 8, verse 40. She came to Jesus from verse 40 down. The Bible said she has had this situation for 12 solid years. 12 solid years. She came behind the press. Behind and touched the borders of his garment. And immediately her flow of blood stopped. So she touched him. Something came into her. And because something came into her, something had to leave her. (laughs) It's displacement. Something was displaced. You know where Bible talks about in Acts chapter 19 verse 12, Bible says that God did amazing things through the hands of Paul so that aprons from his body were sent to the sick and the sicknesses left or the diseases left and the diseases left them. The arrival of the aprons, the handkerchief, means the departure of diseases. So when she she touched Jesus, something left Jesus and came into her. And when that thing came into her, that thing that has been messing her up left. And she felt in her body something has gone happen. And Jesus also felt somebody has drawn something. And Jesus said, ah, who touched me? Everybody was touching him at that time. Who touched me? He said, no, this one, the person has drawn out of me. Peter, you, Peter, you guys, you don't know what I'm talking about. You thought it's just unnarrated. No, it was a touch of faith. So when the, he found out that is the woman, he told the woman, daughter, your faith has made you well. Daughter, of good cheer, for your faith has made you. When you were touching, it was your faith. 
So faith connects. A lot of people were touching. But because they didn't have faith, they didn't have access to the supernatural power of God. They, they couldn't go past the natural. They stayed in the natural. Natural, if I touch you, what is wrong with touching you? If I touch you, hello. What's that so? But supernatural, as I touch you, and if there's faith, depending on where the power is flowing from, if there's faith in you, as I even preach and I touch you, you connect and draw something immediately. Immediately. Or, if I'm touching you and there's something I'm looking for for you, or the power is resident, as I touch you, when I release my faith, I draw it immediately. So it takes faith to tap into the supernatural, to make a redrawal, to connect. Without faith, you can't connect to the supernatural. You cannot connect. And listen, listen, brothers and sisters, I am, I'm, I'm just getting too frustrated with this modern day Christian, Christian fashion show. Where pastors and who normally may want to call themselves prophets, have been made to feel like it's they, it's them. Right. Me, the, me, I'm the one. If I pray for you, everything happens. It, me, I'm the, I'm the one. I'm the custodian of everything. No, it's not like that. It's not like that. Jesus was an embodiment of the, the deposits of God's power. Mm-hmm. But people could take it from him without his permission because that's how it works. Right. They can by faith draw it and pull it out. Where were they? they were drawing and pulling. They were drawing and pulling. They were drawing and pulling. They were drawing. And he was passing. And others were waiting. Yes. You can imagine. Two people. One came to Jesus. Called Jairus. My servant is lying on her. Come home. And he's a ruler of the I'm about to say something very interesting. Synagogue, synagogue. Jairus, a ruler of the synagogue. Mark chapter 5, verse 25. A ruler of the synagogue. A ruler of the synagogue. He came. And in, in Matthew chapter 8, verse 6, 7, and 8, 7, particularly 6 and 7, there's another centurion who came. He was a centurion. He came to Jesus. And now, verse, verse 5, verse 5 says, Now Jesus had entered, when Jesus had entered, a centurion came to him pleading with him. What was the pleading? He said, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. The next verse, verse 7, Jesus said, I will come and heal him. The man said, you don't have to. You don't have to. Now, ruler, you know what synagogue is? It's religious place, a spiritual atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. And he said, he's a senior pastor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those are the people who sit normally on the front row. Yeah. In those yeah. times, they won't be sit on the front, they sit right. on the stage. <laughs> and he said, he says, come home, my servant is dying, come home, come. He said, don't worry, I'll come. A centurion who understands power. The way power works. The way power. You see, you see, you see, listen, listen, listen. Sometimes your background can affect you. Background. Your background. I was just trying to be a bit mild so that people don't think that your background can affect you. Sometimes the way you were trained to receive things can affect you. The way you were trained to handle things can affect you. God is a centurion. centurion. He understood power. He understood order. He understood how things work when there's power. 
But the, the priest, oh, what he knew was so if you are the one, the papa, then come then. And so the centurion said to Jesus, verse 8, he said, no, 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 you don't need to come to my house. I'm not worthy. Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof. But only speak the word and my servant shall be healed. You see the understanding? Only speak the word. So the servant, he he knew that the servant will not die if I, I can get this man to just speak a word. Whilst Jairus was saying, travel, let's travel, come, journey. No wonder before he could get, someone who was also with the issue of blood was looking for help. Intercepted the thing and then by the time they finished speaking, Bible said, whilst he was still speaking, he didn't finish speaking, Mark 5.35, whilst Jesus was speaking with the gent- the, the lady, and the daughter, you have been made whole. And, while he was still speaking, some came and said, it's too late. Jairus, if he was like you and I, he would have said, Jesus, just speak the word. Before someone hijacks you in traffic, traffic conditions can stop, can disturb your flow. Is someone getting what I'm saying? You don't have a problem. You don't have a problem. Your problem is that you don't have faith. <laughs> your problem is that you are too fearful. From tonight, just walk comfortably with this mindset. I believe God. I believe God. You have to make a song. You compose your own song. I believe God. I believe God. Your children should know this so much about you. Anything that Daddy, we believe God. Yes. Mommy, we believe God. Amen. Your neighbors must know that you are a God believer. Amen. Is someone listening to what I'm saying? Yes. Faith will connect you to the supernatural. Faith is a connector. Believe. In Matthew chapter 9, in Matthew chapter 9, verse 27, okay, 27 and 28. 28 is where I want to read, but 27, when Jesus, 27, when Jesus had, when Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him. Crying out, saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. Look at verse 28. Very interesting text. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said, Let's read that from Jesus said. And Jesus, let's go. And Jesus said, One more time, louder. And Jesus said, Some of you are not reading it. Let's read it out louder. Let's go. And Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I'm able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. That's what he wanted. He said, you are, you are making noise, following me. Oh, Lord, 2016. Oh, Lord, this last three days of 2015. Oh, Lord. He said, it's okay, it's okay. Sit down. Calm down. Do you believe that I can do this? Because that's what will release the supernatural. I believe God. Someone shout, I believe God. I believe God. Why are you so fearful? He said, do you believe God that I am able to do this? It's a simple thing. It's a simple thing. But situations have bullied you 
to think that is not that simple. It's complicated. The devil is a liar. If the person sitting near you is not is not a child, slap the person on the shoulder. Tell them, I believe God. I believe God. That's a soldier man, so he knows how to receive it. <laughs> if you talk about this word, he said, Ajay, he jumped. My soldier man, he said, Yes, sir. <laughs> I believe God. I, you, listen, don't be, don't be fearful. Don't fear. Don't fear. You are writing a very beautiful story. Amen. Amen. So, so when you see handles showing up, that's okay. When you see obstacles showing up, that's okay. It's okay. Just don't entertain fear. It comes with fear. Don't leave the fear and then sort that thing out. As long as you take the fear it's bringing, you can't do anything about it. You can't do anything about it. They come with fear. Wow. It's coming like a liar with fear. As soon as you panic, you spoil everything. It's like someone who is, who is a thief, who's going to steal something from the shop. And the thing is in your magazine. Oh, and you're walking. You know, you have to walk. And when they say, hey, someone say, you know, I, I discovered that a place like B&Q and some of the shops, I know it has happened to some of you. Sometimes you go in the shop, you are coming out, then the alarm just goes off. And they, they, no, one, no one bothers. They don't say anything. Have you noticed that? I, I was wondering about, and most people, people sometimes people will stand and they are coughing. Why is this? And the, the, the security man will be bothered. Let's go. Do you know, it's a trap too, so that if you're a thief, as soon as you hear anything, what's, 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 what's going on? <laughs> if they'll catch you, that thing will fall. You'll drop it and run away. <laughs> But if, if there's something, you just want, what's going on? You keep your cool. It's bringing fear. The devil is, he has organized a fear campaign against you. He's organized a fear campaign. That he's organized, he's telling you, see, you are losing all your hair. At least get married before everything goes. So, so now you, two, you, are, you, are, you are becoming restless. I don't know what's going on. Now, can you imagine next year already? I'll be 35. And I don't know, I don't have a husband yet. You know what? If I don't, I don't have a child. Ah. Last, last December, just this December, about three weeks ago, in Witness, I heard somebody's testimony in Kenalan. Nigeria, who had been married for several years. I think the man is 75. The wife is, I think, 60. They've been married for 35 years without a child, and they've, had just, they've just had a child. Sometimes when you are even old, you can love your children better. Go and ask Abraham and Isaac. <laughs> I said it this was it this morning or yesterday about Jacob. His son, he knew his son was dead. But God knew his son is not dead. 
over about, after about 20 years. After about 20 years, he saw Jacob and he realized that. So why did I make, when I was crying, if I cried and vowed that God, you have let me down, he might have said things. The thing was actually working for him. The point is here, the point here is when you work with God, he says, see a man, uh, uh, say to the righteous, it shall be well with him. It shall be well. So when you work with God, that's why I like the song a brother sang. When we walk in with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he shares on our way. While we do his good will, he abides with us. So the fact that you are doing what God wants, then know that he's abiding with you. Doesn't matter what you see. He abides with us still and with all who trust and obey. Trust and obey for there's no other way. Someone shout, I believe God. Faith is a connector to the supernatural. He said, as these signs will follow those who believe, it begins to follow you. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 19, he said, and that you will know the exceeding power, greatness, the exceeding greatness of his power, which works towards our God, uh, exceeding greatness of his power towards who, us who believe. So when you believe, the greatness of his power is all released in your direction. Yes. Believing connects you to the supernatural. Faith is what connects you to the supernatural. Faith is what connects you to the supernatural. If God said, I am the God of all flesh, there's nothing too hard for me, then it's better you believe to release his, his nothing too hardness. Someone listening to me. And let me just add one more thing. Faith is a universal currency. It works everywhere. Works everywhere. Let me take you again to Luke chapter, chapter 8. This lady who had the issue of blood from verse 40, from verse 40, quickly, Luke chapter 8. Oh, ma ta 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 There have been miracles in the house. Amen. Is it your sick, is, it, is this the sickness? Don't worry. Is it housing? Don't worry. Is it job? Is the least of the problems? Is it money? Oh, money and faith, they go together seriously. I discovered that. The more faith you have, the more money you have. The more faith you have, the more money. Money responds to faith seriously. In Matthew chapter, I'll come back to this. In Matthew chapter 17, verse 27, they came and they said, taxes, taxes, hey, taxes, taxes. Peter, God, Jesus told Peter, don't let us offend them. Just go to the sea and then nevertheless, let us, so we, so we don't offend them. Go to the sea, cast in a hook and take the fish that comes up first. Doesn't matter the size, any fish. Cast the hook, the fish that comes up first. And when you have opened its mouth, you will find a piece of money. Take that and give it to them for me and you. Tax. They are taxes. That one, one single fish can pay all that money. The money is in the fish's mouth. He said, that's faith. Yeah. Money is in abundance everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. For the, for the people of God, it's your faith that releases it your way. Yeah. Not your job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Thank you, uh, so I shouldn't work. 
You have to give a means. You have to give it a means. But faith, um, George Muller, in his lifetime, he was known as the man of faith. In his lifetime, he raised the equivalent of 100 million pounds by faith. By faith. How did you by faith? He just trusted God and took every step God said should take and then waited for, for the money to come. Then someone would come. In fact, I heard a story uh, about somebody in America. It's so funny. There was a woman who was believing God for, I think, $2,000. Believing for something. And she was praying. She's been praying, Lord, I release this money. I know I've, re- I've received that money. I know. One morning, she was there and there was a, dog, uh, there was a knock on her door. Her neighbor upstairs came. Came to her. Said, what is it? Said, this is $2,000. Take it and tell that your God to stop disturbing me. I'm, a, I'm an unbeliever. I don't believe in God. I'm an atheist. But take this. Tell your God to stop disturbing me. <laughs> America! <laughs> God knows how to make unbelievers to serve you. Money should be the least on your agenda. Faith should be the highest of your priority. So then, if you leave faith seminar and go and work, it tells us your faith is very little. It's a very strange ideology. (laughs) Faith seminar, to build faith, you leave it to go and work. And there are people here, they are believing God for an incident to happen to them for for insurance payoff. Oh. oh, you don't know. Some of you are saying, oh, but you are the one I'm talking about. <laughs> you trip at work and you shoot the company because you broke your uh, hip bone. And that is a big breakthrough for you. Can you imagine that? Big breakthrough for uh, you. So the rest of your life, some, you had a little problem and they have, they've given you 50,000 pounds and you are happy. You exchange it with your... <laughs> That's what I'm going to think. They are waiting that something to happen. So some of you, some of the people who, uh, uh, the cyclists, those of you who cycle, sometimes you see a big truck coming, you don't, you don't, you can't be bothered. You are waiting for it to hit you so you can have insurance claim. Okay, may I advise you please? Recently I met an insurance lawyer, a certain top lawyer who works for a certain insurance company. And he told me that when there is uh, an accident and someone is injured, it becomes a court case. And then the insurance tries to fight to see how little they will pay you. So if the injury is very bad and like it's like life-threatening, the insurance has to pay huge amounts of money because of carers and so many. It's big money. So if the person gets maybe like injured seriously, and I said, so if the, what if the person dies? He said it's even easier. All they pay is the funeral cost. And unless the person has dependents, so they try and take care of the dependents. So it's very easy for the insurance if someone dies, then someone is really damn injured, permanent injury. Ah, so in certain circumstances, death for the, those who pay is beneficial for them. They, they say, ah, this guy should have died. This guy should have died. It should have saved us thousands of pounds. This guy. And you too, you want us as your breakthrough. <laughs> you, are, you are 
authorizing a breakdown in life. Money and faith, they go together. You check all the, all the men of God who operate in strong faith, they don't lack money. All the men of God, chief of them, our own papa. Bishop David Oyedipo is loaded. Not because he has been looking for money, but money has been looking for him. Yes. Money is coming to you because of your faith. Say, say, I believe God. Let me finish this thing. I've gone too far beyond my time. What did I say? The scripture. It's a universal currency. Luke chapter 8. Verse 40. So it was when Jesus returned that the multitude welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. Verse 41. And behold, there came a, a man named Jairus. Oh, that would take too much of my time. Let's jump forward. And verse 43. Now, a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years, who has spent all her, who has, watch this, watch this, watch this, who has spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any. How much has she spent? All. How much has she got left? Think, 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 think. How much has she spent? How much has she got left? She spent all her livelihood. So that means she's not got any money left. But she had faith currency. Listen, you can buy a house without money. You can buy a car without money. You can finish, do all your shopping without money. We have seen it in this house several times where people go and do shopping, they give it to them free. A gentleman came recently, I think he lives in Ghana, he's a businessman coming to buy some things and he saw people coming to afternoon prayer, so he also decided to follow them and come and find out. When he came, he realized that prayer was going on. I had a word for him, I called him, I said, God is about to do, give you a miracle, give you a surprise. He said to his amazement, when he went, he left, he went to meet the business partners, he was going to take a container of goods. When he went, he said, you know what? We give it everything, take it free. You don't have two, is it two containers or something? Yeah. One. One, one container. He said, take it free. He said, something you should have paid for. He said, take, take it. When he got to uh, the port in Ghana, he had so much paper, he didn't have to pay. And paper, paper, paper. One shiloh hour. He came back to testify. One shiloh hour. He said, you are making too much noise about money you don't have. You should be very worried about the, the state of your faith. So Jesus, this woman has spent everything she got, but because she had faith, she could still access what she needed. Yeah. Yeah. Let, me, let me blow your mind the last scripture. In Isaiah chapter 51. Isaiah chapter 51. Verse 1. Isaiah chapter 
51, verse 1. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Consider it done. Because of the word God has spoken to you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Very strangely, for the first time, I have gotten so excited I miswrote my scripture. <laughs> All right. It, it, it says that come and buy without 55. Good. Thank you. Yes, that's it. Thank you very much. Isaiah 55, verse 1. Oh, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, <laughs> come buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. But you can buy without money. I said you can buy without money. You can buy without money. They will give you the entire company. So take it and buy it. You see, this is what makes the world want to mock you. <laughs> you are living in a fool's paradise. We'll really find out who lives in a fool's paradise very soon. Because most of us want to live like ordinary men. And it's abnormal to live a normal life as a Christian. <coughs> as we heard this morning by Pastor Joshua. You can't live a normal life. Buy without money. Buy without money. This is the best time to buy. This is the best time to buy. Amen. Buy that house. Buy that car. Buy it, 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 buy it. Jesus said, do you believe that I am able to do this? That's all it requires. That's the entry point. If you believe, the faith currency will work everywhere. It will, it will procure and secure anything. You heard Pastor Frank, he says that things in life gravitate towards faith. So when there is faith in your life, things are coming to you. When there is no faith, things are moving away from you. So you have to keep chasing them. 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 But change, reverse the trend, reverse the trend. Start chasing God. Start moving towards faith. And as you are building your faith, it's coming. The things are coming. The things are coming. The things are coming. The things are coming. Because, because, watch this. Faith is the substance of things hopeful. Others are hoping for, but you have got the substance of it. So they don't have a chance, but they manifest in your hands. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. Last, this year, last year I prophesied, and this year I prophesied again. I remember very well, I prophesied that there are people in our midst who do wedding without a cost. Who have wedding without a cost. Didn't we see it just last month? It was a reality. Wedding. 
The cake paid for, reception paid for, uh, um, everything. Dress, suit, everything. Everything paid for, shoe, food, car, uh, honeymoon, everything. Everything paid for. It's waiting for you to just believe. And you are saving money for those things. Yeah. Some people cannot. No. Yes. Some people, instead of setting, you found this man or you found a woman. Set a day. Say, we are waiting to save. My savings must build to a certain level. Then I can set a date. God is changing somebody's story. Today is the last day that kind of frustration and lack stayed in your life. I prophesy over your life that your faith is working. That your faith is working. God is changing your story. I cast the power of fear in your life. I, I cast the power of fear over you from your life. I cast the power of fear from your life. And I release the grace of God upon your life. To dare to believe. Receive grace to dare to believe. Receive grace to dare to believe. Receive grace to believe God. Receive grace to believe God. Receive grace to believe God. For your health. For your money. For your marriage. For your finances. For your career. For your family life. For your children. For your ministry. Receive grace to believe God. Receive grace to believe God. Receive grace to believe God. For the rest of this year, receive grace for a major miracle within the next three days. Receive grace for a testimony within the next three days. Before the end of 2015, receive grace. Receive grace. Receive grace for 2016. Come on, come on, give God a big shout. Shout of faith. Shout of faith. Shout of faith. If you are not saved, you are not safe because life is dangerous. Life is not under your command. I don't see why I should end this service without giving you an opportunity to say, Yes, Lord. Pastor, pray with me because I want to have this bread. It means I want to put all my confidence in him, all my hope in him. I want to give my life to Jesus. If that is your genuine desire, just lift up your hand and say this after me. Say it genuinely from your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I've sinned against you. I ask you to forgive my sins. Wash me with your blood. Thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross to save me. From today, I will serve you. I believe in you. I put all my hope in you. I put my faith in you as my Lord and personal Savior. I receive you into my life. I make a vow with you that I will serve you all the days of my life. Satan, get behind me. I don't belong to you. I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. 
In Jesus name. Father I thank you. Your word says that you know your sheep and your sheep know your voice. No one can come to you except your father brings him. I pray that let your grace be upon them. Help them to be strong. I pray that the grace of God will come upon you. The power of the Holy Spirit will come upon you and help you to be a strong Christian. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more resources, please visit caris.org or call us on 0207-740-9960. God bless you.